And we're going to read from verse 35. Luke's Gospel, chapter 13, and the verse, or chapter 18, verse 35. It came to pass that as he was come now unto Jericho, this is Christ, of course, a certain blind man sat by the wayside begging. And hearing the multitude pass by, he asked what it meant. And they told him that Jesus of Nazareth passeth by. And he cried, saying, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. And they which went before rebuked him, that he should hold his peace. But he cried so much, the more thy son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood and commanded him to be brought unto him. And when he was come near, he asked him, saying, What would I that I should do unto thee? He said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Receive thy sight. Thy faith has saved thee. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, give praise unto God. Amen. And we pray the Lord to bless the reading of His Word to all our hearts. I want to center our thoughts tonight uh, in verse 37, a, a message, a message that came to blind Bartimaeus. And here was the message. And they told them that Jesus of Nazareth passeth by. And though they told them, Jesus of Nazareth passeth by. You know what we have here tonight? Jesus is passing this way. So let's look to the Lord and pray for His blessing tonight. Father in heaven, we thank You for what we've heard in song, for the blessing it was to our hearts, uh, for the congregation that's gathered tonight. Thou knowest every heart, Lord. Thou knowest those who's backslidden. Thou knowest those, Lord, who are not saved. And we pray that even tonight they might come to Christ. I pray for help. pray for the Spirit of God to be given to me and lead me to preach this word you've laid upon my heart, Lord, tonight. It be a word in season that even this night, at the first night of the mission, the souls will be saved. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. It was a lady called Annie L. James who took her pen one time, and she wrote the words of that great hymn that we sing together. Is there a heart that is waiting, longing for pardon today? Hear the glad masses proclaiming, Jesus is passing this way. Jesus is passing this way, this way today. Jesus is passing this way today. Now, I don't know why she got the inspiration for that hymn in this passage, because here it talks in this passage about Jesus, and he's passing by. We find him here, and he's going to the city of Jericho. Remember, he's going through Jericho, and he's going to the cross. And as he comes into this particular city, there's a great multitude, because the Bible talks about a crowd. There was a crowd. There were people with Christ, and there were people perhaps around that city, and they saw what was happening, and there was a real commotion. There was a real noise. There was a real stir taking place just outside the city at this particular time. And there was confusion as well, because there was a blind man sitting. When well, you can imagine blind Bartimaeus sitting here, 
Jericho, just normally every day, it's usually perhaps quiet. There's a few people going past him, but now there's a hustle, there's a bustle. He realized something is happening, something is going on, uh, and remember, he can't see. He's, he's in darkness. There's only one thing he could do. He asked what it meant. It tells us that in the verse, in the verse 36. What, what, what's the meaning? What, what's happening? Can someone tell me why all the commotion? Why all the crowd? What's happening in our city? I know what they told them. Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. That's what they told them. Jesus of Nazareth. He's going past. He's passing by, and maybe, maybe someone is questioning, as they drive up and down this road, and they see this sign outside, and it's a great sign, and some people have said to me, doing door-to-door outreach, I have seen the sign. And they've seen the sign, they say, what's happening? The crowd. I have, people have told me about the crowd that come to this church in my outreach. They see the crowd, the commotion. And maybe some people, some people are asking, what's happening? What is going on in this particular community at this time? Well, here's, here's a simple answer. Jesus is passing this way. And they told them, Jesus is passing this way. And we're in a day of opportunity. Opportunity for you all to person in this meeting tonight to get right with God and to be saved. And why are we here? Why have we, did out, have we done outreach? Why is it we're come, coming along to preach the Word of God? Why is it people will come and to testify and to sing, Jesus is passing this way? Jesus is passing this way. That's what they told them. Jesus of Nazareth passed it by. And you're a blessed person tonight. I want to sell that. You're a blessed person tonight to be in this meeting. I hope you'll come off and hope you'll bring others. And we'll have a good old time of singing together and an old-fashioned preaching and old-fashioned conversions and, and that Christ will be in our midst because Jesus is passing this way. I want to say three things very simply and briefly about this message. You can see here that it was a very special message. It was all about the Lord Jesus Christ. There was only one person in the center of this message, now you can, there, there is none other. There's only one person, and it's Jesus Christ. And therefore, I say to you here tonight, here's a special message. Here's a special message coming to the very ears, to the heart of blind Bartimaeus. Jesus is passing this way. Listen. There are many people in this world tonight have never heard the name of Jesus Christ. They've never heard of him. I remember one time we were in outreach. I think our brother maybe was with us, maybe not in England one time. And they asked a young lad one time on the streets, could you tell us who Jesus is? And he says, is he a spaceman? He didn't know. Very sad, of course. But here is a special message. It's all about Jesus Christ coming to the ears of blind Bartimaeus. The person of his humanity or humanity here is in this text. Jesus is passing by. The humility of Jesus Christ is seen as well. They could have said, and they could have rightly said here to blind Bartimaeus, the Lord of heaven is passing by. Because that's who Jesus is. 
And you'll find that perhaps in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 47, the second man is the Lord from heaven. They could have said, the Lord from heaven, the creator of the world is passing by. As it says in Revelation 19, verse 16, about on the thigh of Jesus Christ is this name. He's King of kings, and he's Lord of lords. And they could have said to blind Bartimaeus, the king, the king of kings is passing by, and the Lord of lords is passing by. They could have said to him, the Son of God is passing by. All these things, no doubt, would have, would have been true. But no, they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Do you know that little village? Of Nazareth, that's where he's from. He's passing by. I, Nazareth was not thought too much of in biblical times. People despised Nazareth. For instance, in Philip, Philip, when he came to Nathaniel, in John's Gospel, chapter 1 and verse 46 uh, verse 45, he says to the family, this, this great news, we have found him. And he's coming here to Nathaniel, and he said, listen, we, we have found him. We, we have found the Lord Jesus Christ. We have found the Messiah. Well, Nathaniel, first of all, he, was not, he wasn't about pleased at all. What? He says to them, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Nazareth? You're telling me you found this one from Nazareth? And he looked down his nose to him. But here's the great message. Jesus was passing by. The name Jesus we know here tonight. In Matthew 1, verse 21, call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. He is the Savior of the world. And they're saying here to blind Bartimaeus, Jesus is passing. Jesus is passing this way, the Savior. He's passing by. His presence is with us. He's near. He's near you, blind Bartimaeus. Remember here, and blind Bartimaeus, he needed Christ. He needed him. He was blind. We see this in the passage. We notice, of course, he was begging because he's sitting by the wayside begging. He was lost. He was lost in his sin. His very name, blind or Bartimaeus, know what it means, son of the unclean. And so he was unclean. He was lost. He was sin in his sin. He had sinned against the Lord, and yet this special, this gospel message, this tremendous message come, came to his ears. Jesus is passing by. He's near you, blind Bartimaeus. The one who can heal you, the one who can save you. Jesus is passing this way. And I want to say tonight, when we come together, I want you to remember, uh, while we come together and we sing and we enjoy the fellowship one with the other, Jesus Christ is in the midst of his people. Do you remember he says in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 18, verse 20, he says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Now you think of that tonight in relation to this meeting. The Lord Jesus is in the midst of his people. He's near tonight in this meeting. Maybe you feel him speaking to your heart tonight. Maybe even before you came to this meeting, you're concerned about your sin and about your soul. Because the Lord Jesus Christ is with us when we come together and to preach the word of the living God. We tell people of one who's mighty to save, one who can give you everlasting life. It's a special message for your soul here tonight. Remember the state of the unsaved. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 4, whom the God of this world, 
has blinded the minds of them which believe not. There are people tonight in Clocker Valley, there are people tonight in Five Mile Town, and they're in darkness, and they're in their sin tonight. Maybe you're one such person in this meeting. You know, I just cannot see it. I just cannot fully understand the things of God and the way of salvation. You're blinded by the God of this world. Remember, you've sinned against God. Remember Luke 19, verse 10 says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. This is the state of people tonight. This is the blind, bored, amazed. They have no righteousness. They're lost. They're unclean. They're in their sin, and they're heading for a lost eternity uh, towards hell. But to hear this sound of the gospel, Jesus Christ, the Savior, Jesus Christ is passing by. And I'm sure I can speak for calm. Our message to be full of Christ. They tell you about the Lord Jesus, His manhood, his majesty, our brother sang so well, but the majesty of our great and loving and mighty Savior, the great love of Christ who went to the cross and bled and died on the cross to cleanse us from sin, who shed his blood, the one who sits at the right hand of the throne of God, the one who can save and can save to the very uttermost. This is the message we have come to tell you about Jesus Jesus Christ. It was a very sad day in this church, in our denomination, that we stopped preaching Christ. Oh, we preach Jesus Christ. Jesus is passing this way. This is the greatest message in the world. The greatest message in the world today doesn't come from Islam, doesn't come from the Jehovah's Witnesses. The greatest message is the gospel. Jesus is passing this way. You're on safe tonight. Maybe a young person. And you know it. You didn't need me to come away from all along tonight to tell you about your sin. You know it in your heart tonight. Maybe there's older people here, and you know you're lost without Jesus Christ. You know if God took away your breath, even now you'll be lost, and you'll be lost for all eternity in hell. But Jesus is passing by, the mighty Savior. The one who loves us. The one who can redeem you. The one who can cleanse you from sin. He's passing by tonight in this meeting. And they told him. That's what they told him. And that's what we have come to proclaim to people here tonight. About the Lord Jesus Christ. He can save you. None other can do that. None other can cleanse you from sin. None other can save your soul and bring you to heaven. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus is passing this way. So if anybody asks you, what's going on in the church? What he's doing? You tell them, Jesus is passing this way. Opportunity. Opportunity, people listening in on the internet. Opportunity to people in this meeting tonight. Opportunity to people in this community to be saved. And they told them, Jesus, if Nazareth is passing by. There's no message like the message of the gospel of our great and loving Savior. It was not only a special message. You can see here in the passage. It was a stirring message because... And they told him, Jesus of Nazareth, that Jesus not passed. And verse 38, and they cried, saying, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. And see how this, this great message, it stirred them up. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And it tells us immediately, it stirred them up, notice, to cry to Christ. But once he heard this, immediately, 
There seems to be no delay here in the action at all. He says, Jesus, Jesus, do you hear the voice on the street? Do you hear the, the voice above the crowd? Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy upon me. Now, he, his theology was right. He, he, he did believe Jesus came from the seed of David, and you can follow that throughout the Word of God. Matthew 1, verse 1, for instance, says, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. He cries to the right person, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. Remember, Peter was there. He didn't cry to Peter. Andrew was there. John was there. He didn't cry to any of them at all. No, he cried to Jesus Christ. Jesus, my son of David, I need you. You see, he cried. He was stirred to cry to Jesus Christ. He, he wasn't going to let this moment pass him by. He cried to Jesus. He cried sincerely. Sincerely, because notice verse 38, it says, He cried. Now, the word cry there can mean to shout for help. So, you know what it's like. Uh, you need help, and you, you shout for help. That, that's what that particular Greek word means, to shout for help. He meant business with Christ. This was no profession. This was nothing that was empty in his heart and his life. He wanted Christ. He needed Christ, and he cried, Jesus Thy son of David, have mercy on me. He, he cried like a shout. But you see in verse 39, there's another word, but he cried so much the more. And the word cried there is a different word altogether. It actually means to call aloud or to scream. He screamed. He's really shouting at the top of his voice. He, do you hear him shouting out, Jesus! At the top of his voice, thy son of David, have mercy on me. He's crying out sincerely. He's crying out to Jesus. He cried continually. You can see that in verse 39. There were people when they heard him and they went before him, they rebuked him. They should hold his peace. They went over them. Would you keep quiet? In typical Northern Ireland, we would have said, would you shut up? He doesn't want to hear you. He doesn't want nothing to do with it. You're a blind, poor beggar sitting at the side of a road. Just let this man go through. Just let him go through. Don't interrupt the position. Stop your calling out. But he cried out the more. Notice that. There's opposition. They didn't want him to come to Christ. He cried out the more. See, Jesus Christ was passing by, and he cried, and he cried to the Lord Jesus Christ. He was stirred up to, to cry to Christ. He was stirred up to come to Christ. You see that in verse 40. And Jesus stood and commanded him to be brought unto him. And when he was come, he asked him. So we see the Lord Jesus stood. The whole possession stops. You can imagine that. Imagine something happened out on that road. And he said, well, something's, something's happened there. The traffic has all stopped. There's tailbacks. Well, everybody stopped. And Jesus stood, and the Lord Jesus said, Bring him to me. He heard him. That Mason. He heard him. He heard the voice. He heard the cry. Somebody was calling for him. And he says, Bring him to me. And this man, blind Bartimaeus, they brought him. 
Listen, he's not worried about the crowd. He's not worried about the crowd. They were seeking to stop him coming to Christ. Blind Bartimaeus is not worried about the crowd. He's not worried about his condition. He's a poor, he's wretched, he's sinful, he's blind. He's not worried about any of this at all. He wants to get to Jesus Christ. He wants to get to them. So he comes. He comes to Jesus. He comes to Lord Jesus. Listen to me tonight. He just came the way he was. That's how he was in his rags, in his poverty, in his sin, in his darkness. He just, he just came. He just came to Jesus the way he was. He was stirred up to come to him. The Lord asked him, what do you want? And he says, Lord, verse 41, that I may receive my sight. He told the Lord what he wanted. And we find he was cured immediately. And immediately he received his sight. Verse 43, and followed him glorifying God. He was healed immediately. Listen here tonight. He was healed completely. He was saved. The Lord Jesus said, Thy faith has saved thee. And blind Bartimaeus cried with all his heart to Jesus Christ and came to Christ. And Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus, heard him. The Lord Jesus saved him. I want to say to you tonight, if you're ever going to be saved, if you ever be in heaven, you must be stirred up to seek the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember? Isaiah 55, verse 6 says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. I asked you tonight, do you feel the presence of Jesus Christ near? Are you concerned about your soul tonight? Do you feel that you're guilty before God and lost without Christ? Are you stirred up to come to Jesus Christ? You must call out. You must call out to Jesus Christ with all your heart. I want to say this to you tonight, the first night of the mission. Forget about the crowd. Forget about the crowd. Maybe that crowd at work. Maybe that crowd in your family. Maybe that crowd of friends tonight. They don't want you to come to Christ. Forget the crowd. It's your soul. It's your opportunity. You need to come to Christ. Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus, would you save me? Would you hear me? Lord, I need you. I'm lost without you. And you are the save of the world. And there's no one else can save me. And Lord, would you, would you save me? You must come to him. You must put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you do it, if you do it like blind Bartimaeus, here's the wonderful, wonderful thing. You'll be saved. How did this man get saved? Did he pay for it? He had no money. Did he, did he work for it? He couldn't do any work. He's blind. Dear friends, he asked. He was received. And his faith in Jesus Christ. And he was saved. You don't work for salvation. You don't pay for salvation. It's a free gift. The gift of God's eternal life. Cry to Jesus Christ. He's passing by. And blind Bartimaeus was not, he was not going to let this opportunity pass him. He wasn't worried about the opposition of the crowd. No, he cried the more, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. Forget about the crowd tonight. And come to Jesus Christ the way you are. Do you think the Lord will receive you the way you are? He will. Just come, him that cometh unto me, I will in no wise cast out. Just come to Christ the way you are tonight. He's passing by. 
The opportunity has been given to you. He's calling sinners to come unto me, all yet labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Oh, here's a stirring message. Jesus is passing by. That's the, hope it stirs the hearts of God's people tonight and stir my own heart and, and calls as well to stir up the reach of lost tonight. Jesus is passing this way. I trust you will come to Christ tonight and be saved. I trust you trust him. Come and put your faith in the Lord Jesus. You'll never regret getting saved. I regret I never got saved earlier. That's my regret. He came to Jesus and the Lord Jesus Christ. He saved them. Can I say a last thing very quickly? Our time's going on. You can see in the words it was a very short message as well because sometimes in the Bible you have short messages. For instance, Jonah went to preach in Nineveh and he says, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Nine words. Well, maybe some of you be looking for short sermons at this mission. And uh, we'll hope not just nine words if we get home. Wouldn't do me I have a round trip if I come by a certain road of nearly 180 miles. Uh, uh, so uh, I mean to say, not going to be coming up here to speak for nine words. You think of nine words. Remember the Lord Jesus said to Nicodemus, who was up to his neck in religion, Nicodemus, five words. you must be born again. Nicodemus, you must be born again. Uh, Amos said, in Amos 4, prepare to meet thy God. Short messages are found throughout the Bible. Isaiah, it is time to seek the Lord. There's only five words in this message. Think of that. Five words, short message in the words. Five altogether. Jesus of Nazareth passeth by. That's all he heard. That's all he heard. A short message. And yet he came to Jesus Christ. And yet he came to... How many sermons have you sat through? How many gospel missions have you come, came to in this church and other churches? How many gospel appeals have you heard to come to Jesus Christ? Hundreds, perhaps thousands. And you've never come. And all this man heard at this time, admittedly he did know, have some knowledge of Christ, but all he heard, that Jesus of Nazareth passeth by, and he came to Jesus. Think of that hymn, O sinner, the Savior is calling for thee long, long. Has he called thee in vain? He called thee joy, lent his crown to thy days. He called thee in sorrow and pain. How long has he called thee? Remember he says in Hebrews 4, verse 7, Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Don't be hardened your hearts. Blind Bartimaeus didn't harden his heart. People today harden their heart. Just had to mention the gospel to some people, boom, the door's closed. Jesus is passing this way. It's a short message in the words and a short message in relation to the walk. Remember, he passeth by. It wasn't that the Lord Jesus Christ <coughs> was going to hold a gospel campaign in Jericho. He says, well, I'll be here for two-week mission. Oh, and if it goes well and we get a good turnout, we'll go the extra week. We'll do three weeks. That was not the case. A short, brief opportunity. A short, a brief message here <coughs> to this man, the blind Bartimaeus. The Lord Jesus Christ <coughs> was never to pass this way again. He was going to the cross. He was not for stopping. He's going right through. There's one opportunity. 
One opportunity. Blind Bartimaeus, one opportunity to come to him, to trust him. And he grasped it. He grasped the opportunity with both hands. Oh, we know tonight our life is passing by. Not one of us is guaranteed tomorrow. Not one of us. See, Ed Spurgeon was preaching one Sunday morning in his church, one day in his church, and he looked down at a column in his church to his right, and he, and he pointed back. You see, back to that pew, the next pew, there's usually two people sit in that pew. And he said, but this morning, they were suffocated by smoke and burnt in their own house. How quickly, how quickly death came to them. Death is only a step away from each and every one of us. Here was a short message to blind Bartimaeus, but there was enough in it that he may be saved. And I said to you tonight, Jesus is passing this way. The devil says, hold on a minute, just don't be getting into a whole fussy about this whole matter. You're a young person, plenty of time to get saved, and plenty of time to get right with God, but you never know the moment. You've got to be in time. And the Bible says it's time to seek the Lord. We sing a hymn, Pass me not, O gentle Saviour, hear my humble cry, while in others thou art calling. Listen, do not pass me by. I want you to think of yourself tonight in closing, unsaved. I want you to think of your sin, your soul. I want you to think of Christ who's mighty and able to save to the very uttermost. And cry to him where you sit tonight. Say, Lord Jesus, I want you to save me. I want you to cleanse me from my sin. I want you to give me everlasting life. And he'll do that tonight. Now, you can speak to me after the meeting. Or Mr. McIntyre here, you can speak to him as well. And tell us if you've got saved in this meeting tonight. Be like blind Bartimaeus tonight with all of your heart sincerely. And cry to him. I said, Lord Jesus, save me. I don't want to lose my soul. And I'm going to settle this matter tonight, the first night of the mission. Because this may be your last night at the mission. You don't know. Oh, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. Call to him and he will save you. Tell you if we can have any help, we're glad to be here to help you. And we trust the Lord and bless the word to our hearts tonight. Thank you.